Good afternoon, beautiful people! Welcome to Sports Bar Talk, our half centennial episode, episode 50! Let's go! I am intentionally not starting off with music because we have so much sporting conversation, so we don't have time to dilly dally around. So let's get right to it. By the way, if you hear some background noise, the people are mowing the lawn behind me. I'm right next to a window. Hi, lawn mowers! How the heck are ya? Alright, let's get into it. This is Sports Bar Talk, where we got the best seat in the house! And we're gonna start with something I am calling the Playoff Roundup. We're gonna do this each week until the Stanley Cup and NBA Finals are over. We're going to call it the Playoff Roundup. Basically, we're, I'll update you what has happened in the playoffs the last couple weeks of the season, give you my take. We're going to start with in, with hockey because I want to get this one out of the way because no offense to anybody that loves hockey, this is kind of a dread to get through. So, how about let's start with the sad part. The Pittsburgh Penguins lost in six games to the New York Islanders. This made me sad. I only watched the Penguins games in the playoffs. And now I won't be watching any more hockey. So, for that, we're going to go. His team, our special guest who will be with us for the playoffs. For the hockey playoffs. His team... Got ousted. They got swept. By the Winnipeg Jets. Ladies and gentlemen. Our hockey correspondent. Special counsel to the Oilers. Host of the critically acclaimed. Goofer Keeps show. Goofer Keeps. Yeah! What's up Goofy? I'm good to be here. So. I understand you're going to be. Talking the hockey playoffs. I'm going to ask you some questions a little bit. And by the way, you are the first ever guest on this podcast. How does that make you feel? I'm quite humbled, to be honest with you. Never thought I'd be the first guest on a podcast. Honestly. All right, well, let's dig in. So let's just recap some of these series. We've got the Golden Knights and the Minnesota in the Wild. Game 7 tonight, what do you expect? It'll be a, it'll be a barn burner. Um... It's going to be in Vegas. That crowd is always rooking. Um, I believe Elvis Presley will be doing the intermission report. Uh, wait, 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 Goofer. You know Elvis Presley is dead. No, he's alive. He's alive. He's a security guard at his uh, Memphis tourist attraction in Memphis. Yeah, you're probably falling for one of those conspiracy theories. I don't know. I think he's alive. I think he's alive. Just like uh, Tupac's alive. I don't know. But anyway, to this series, you know. You know, they got... I think the Golden Knights will win convincingly. They got flour in the net. And uh, they look really good. They look really good. And that crowd's going to be buzzing. Yeah, whatever you say. Whatever you say. Uh, How about the Hurricanes and Preds? That was the best series in terms of crowds. And it felt like a pandemic. What do you think about that? Well, the Carolina won 4-2. And uh, we don't know who they're going to play yet. Um, 
So it looks very interesting. I think they played the Lightning. I don't know, per se. I didn't do my homework. I'm still kind of reeling here after my team that I'm special to counsel for the Oilers lost. Very sad. Connor McDavid. I'm afraid he might want out. Well, you know Connor pretty well. Does he want out? Uh, not that I know. But he's the best player in the league league by far. And he's way, 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 way goofer. I have to, I have to cut you off on that. I have to cut you off. Why you gotta disrespect Sid the Kid like that? Why? Oh, he's overrated. That team's a shell of their former selves. Oh, just blow it up. Rebuild. The coach doesn't know what he's doing. Oh, come on, goofer! Don't disrespect the Penguins like that. Oh, they stink. They Jardy, he stinks. They might as well bring back Matt Murray. Bring, heck... Put your dog Angus in goal. He'll do a better job. I do think Angus would do a better job. I do think he would. Well, listen, I haven't seen... You haven't really given me much good information, but... Let's talk about... We'll wrap this up quickly, but real quick. Game 6 tomorrow night. Maple Leafs Canadians. There's going to be fans in Montreal. First time there will be fans at a hockey game in Canada for since the pandemic started. Your thoughts? Uh, Toronto's up 3-2, but they're going to have their work cut out for them because the crowd's going to be electric. I think that series goes 7. And if it does go 7, by the way, that Game 7 will be Monday, Memorial Day night. Um, Tomorrow night also, worth mentioning, Islanders-Bruins Game 1 at 8 o'clock. I believe that's on your NBC station. If not, check NBCSN. You can find most of these games on NBCSN, USA Network, CNBC, the NHL Network, and your local NBC station on the weekends. And Goofer, since you're up in Canada, where can they find it in Canada? Oh, they can find it on either Sportsnet or CBC. Hockey Night in Canada. Yeah. Goofer, uh, thanks for the time, and we'll talk to you next week. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. Uh, hey, the pen stink, go Oilers. Get out, Goofer. Get out. Get out. Ladies and gentlemen, Goofer keeps. Oh, that was awesome. Get to hear from Goofer Weekly. And, you know, since I don't watch much of the hockey, I think it'll be good to have him in to break down the action. And he'll give us his predictions and whatnot. But now to the playoffs I'm more familiar with, the better one, the NBA playoffs. Wait, 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 wait. How are you going to disrespect hockey like that? Goofer! Goofer! Get out! I'm doing my... We moved past hockey. I'm doing my part now. Get out! I'm just saying, don't ever disrespect hockey like that again. Get out. Alright, I don't know what Goofer's still doing on the FaceTime, but uh, let's recap the NBA playoffs. So, we'll start with the Suns-Lakers. The Lakers look to be back. They pulled away in Game 2 in Phoenix. Last night, they host the, the first playoff game in Staples in 11 years, and they blew... They pulled away in the second half. They ended up only winning the game by 14 against Phoenix. They look really good. The Lakers are up 2-1. I expect the Lakers to get that one done in five games. Milwaukee surprisingly up 3-0 on the Miami Heat. Maybe the Heat are just a better team when they're in a bubble. I think so. That team is not good. They're going to have to make some moves, get some players. I still don't know why Jimmy Butler went there. He had a better chance to win in Philly a couple years ago. So Milwaukee looks to go for the sweep tomorrow on Saturday. Brooklyn and Boston, the Nets have blown the Celtics out in both games. They're up 2-0. They're looking mighty good. 
Um, and they'll probably, I think by Sunday, the series will be over. Clippers Mavericks. Here's the surprise. Dallas is up 2-0 in that series. Thanks to the great play of Luka Doncic and Kristaps Porzingis. They went into Staples and took the first two games. I think the Mavericks will win in six, but I think Kawhi Leonard becomes a free agent this upcoming offseason. I think if the Clippers don't make it out, I think Kawhi Leonard goes somewhere else. Where does he go? I don't know. I think he might go to Golden State, to be honest with you. We'll see. But Golden State, they'll be, they'll be contenders next year because they have Curry, they have Clay Thompson, Clay's coming back, and they want to ring even when they didn't have Kevin Durant, so they'll be fine. Nuggets Blazers, you got Denver up 2-1, but I think the Blazers will win this. I think the series will go 7. Uh, Sixers Wizards, Sixers up 2-0. I expect the game to go 6 games, though. I think the Wizards can do well. Russell Westbrook, even though he's hurt, I think he'll be fine. Jazz Grizzlies, that's tied at 1-1. I like the Jazz, but I think it'll go 7. I like the play from John Morant for the Grizzlies as well, but I saved all this series for last because the garden was electric as the New York Knicks and the Atlanta Hawks are tied at one game apiece. And how about the garden? The largest sporting event in New the largest event in New York State since the pandemic began was game one of the Knicks Hawks series in beautiful Madison Square Garden. In Manhattan, New York. And the crowd was electric. They were chanting Trey Young. You can figure out what word I left out there. They also were chanting Trey Young is balding. Um, And the crowd was just electric. Getting into it. Spike Lee was really getting into it. That's the most I've ever seen him hype at a Knicks game. Since the first time the ball. Lonzo Ball came to MSG as a Laker. Um... The place was amazing. And the first game, Trey Young hits the game winner with nine-tenths of a second to go. Hawks win. This time, the Knicks had an incredible turnaround. They were down as much as 18 points in the first half. Come and win the game by seven points. Thanks to the great play, Julius Randle started to feel it again. By the way, congrats, Julius. Most improved player. Getting his MVP chance. Obi Toppin, the rookie, looks like he's finally coming into form. Um... Emmanuel quickly was playing well, but the Stars, Game 1, it was Alec Burks. Game 2, Reginald Bullock, absolutely draining some three-pointers. And the next crowd was getting, it was electric, I'm not gonna lie. It was amazing. So the series tied 1-1. I'm partially biased here than the Knicks because that's my team, but I think the Knicks win in seven games, and they would take on... I think Brooklyn or the Sixers. I forget which. All right. Let's get to the, let's recap probably the biggest event of the weekend, of last weekend. Phil Mickelson defeating Father Time and winning the PGA Championship. Oh my. Six under par. The, uh, that crowd was amazing. Amazing. Um, and I, I said this to my dad when we were watching Phil. I said I think this has this is a 
this is going to be bigger than when Tiger won the Masters in 2019. Because, you think of it, Phil's now the oldest player to ever win a major. He's been playing events on the Champions Tour, for crying out loud. And here he is, taking out the likes of Brooks Kepka and Louis Oosthuizen and Shane Lowry, the Spiefs of the world, or Bryson DeChambeau, who is a favorite going in because this type of course fitted his game. And yet, Phil Mickelson absolutely demolished the field. Basically took him gate to wire. Unbelievable. Yes, probably need to get better crowd control. I would assume the COVID rates in Kiwa Island will be up here in the coming days because of that crowd situation. Luckily, I believe Phil Mickelson is fully vaccinated. And so... That was beautiful to watch from Phil. And, yeah. Phil Mickelson, your PGA champion. He defeated Father Time. And he will be partaking on July 6th, I believe, in the match. Now, Turner has pulled done this a couple times. They did the first one was a Tiger-Phil match play in Vegas. Um, the second time they did it last year when the pandemic begun, it was... Tom Brady and Phil versus Tiger and Peyton Manning. Phil and Tom won that event last July, and look what happens within the year. Phil wins another major, Tom wins the Super Bowl. Not saying, I think there was some, I think there's something in the water there at Turner Sports where the match is. Then they did a third one apparently in the fall. I think Charles Barkley was a part of it, and another pro, and then... Uh, Peyton was also involved because he retired. Tom, of course, had some business. But they're doing another match on, I believe, July 6th. It's going to be Phil and Tom. They're back again. But this time, their opponents will be Bryson DeChambeau and Aaron Rodgers. Will Rodgers be a Packer, still be in a Packer uniform by then? I don't know. We did hear publicly from Aaron Rodgers this week. He appeared on SportsCenter to be interviewed by Kenny Mayne. Him and Kenny Mayne are good buddies. Kenny Mayne was let go by ESPN because they cannot come to financial terms of a contract extension. So it was his last SportsCenter, and it was incredible. Kenny Mayne, by the way, he interviewed the likes of Marshawn Lynch, Sue Bird, uh, Jordan Crawford. So... He, Rogers in the interview didn't really give away much still. But there was something in the interview that caught my attention. In the interview, he, he, he couldn't stress enough how much he loved Green Bay and the fans. He loved his teammates. And he loved the coaching staff. And he loved Lambeau and Chili Lambeau. And he said basically, this was his quote. It's never been about the draft pick, picking Jordan. He's speaking about Jordan Love, who they took in the 2020 draft with their first-round pick. He said, I love Jordan. He's a great kid. We've had a lot of work together. I love the coaching staff. I love my teammates. I love the fans in Green Bay. Just an incredible 16 years. It's just maybe kind of a philosophy and maybe forgetting that it's all about the people that make the thing go. It's about character. It's about culture. It's about doing things the right way. You notice he left off the front office. He And... He left off general manager slash team president Brian Gutenkirst. He did that intentionally. 
there is a rift within that front office there in Green Bay. And the Packers are an interesting situation because most team, because all NFL teams have an owner that they can come in and they can rectify this and get this fixed. The Packers are an interesting situation because they don't really have a true owner. They have a group of fans that own the team. And, uh, basically, so, there's a lot of talk who's actually the head person in that Green Bay front office. A lot of talk, it's Gutenkoost. And he said, I don't want to trade him. Now, apparently, in the fall, in the wintertime and the offseason, they did fly out to Northern California to see Aaron a couple times, and they didn't. Now, Aaron Rodgers is in Hawaii on vacation this week. This week... There were it's voluntary OTAs. Rodgers didn't show up. Next week or in two weeks is mandatory OTAs after June first. That is when that is a big date. We'll see if Aaron Rodgers is holding out. I think he will hold out. Will he be a Packer? I don't know. But I think the I think as we get closer, he will be. But still, no answers. No one's come out. No one from the Packers has come out and shut this down. Rodgers hasn't come out and shut this down. I just hope at some point, I think Aaron Rodgers wants everything to come out at some point. I think he'll go on Pat McAfee and do that. He's loved going on Pat McAfee and doing this. Every week during the season, they had him on. They had him on before his little stint of guest hosting Jeopardy. So, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. Other big news in football is the Julio Jones stuff. We're talking about a top three wide receiver wanting out of Atlanta, and I can't blame them. The Falcons flat out stink, and it really needs to. It, you need to get a better quarterback, and they didn't do that. They said we're committed to Matt Ryan, and I believe that with also the results kind of make it that you have to get rid of this guy. And so, on undisputed, which is Fox is a. Sports is equivalent of first take. It's Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. They were talking about it because Julio last weekend was spotted in a Cowboys shirt. And that brought up speculation that he might be going to Dallas. So Shannon, and Julio had to have known this because I believe in California, Shannon potentially is breaking a law. Calls Julio up and doesn't tell him he's live on the air. And he says, hey, it's Uncle Shannon. Uh... Just tell me right now, do you want out of Atlanta? And he said, yeah. You know a spot yet? He was like, anywhere I can win right now. And Shannon said, what about Dallas? Because there was that shirt. And he was like, no, I don't want to go to Dallas. So, it sounds like multiple insiders and sources within the league are reporting that the trade will happen next week. Where does Julio go? Will he go to Buffalo? Will he go to Baltimore? I think Baltimore's the best spot if he wants. You could finally get Lamar a receiver. Then Lamar really is no excuse to winning the big games. The Titans. I think the Titans would be a great spot. A.J. Brown, their star wide receiver, posted a TikTok. Kind of as a pitch, recruiting him to come. I thought it was very well done. It was certainly free... A.J. Brown up a lot more in coverages because now they'll have to turn their attention to Julio. Or there's the Patriots, who are the betting favorites right now. And boy, they already feel kind of scary. It could be even more scary. So, 
What happens with Julio? I don't know what's going to happen with Julio Jones. Uh, he gets traded, I don't know where. If I were to take a guess, I think Bill would do something. But I think if there's another team that would do it, I would think it'd be Tennessee. I don't. I get the feeling, the, I, all, the, all the teams I mentioned were AFC teams, and I think the Falcons want to trade them out of the NFC. So we'll see. We'll see. But let's get into the restaurant of the week. And this place, if you're ever on the road to beautiful Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and you're... And it's around lunch or dinner time, and you're in driving through the delightful town of Bedford, Pennsylvania. You will stumble across, and they advertise this all the time on the turnpike, so you know it's good. A steakhouse. A steakhouse that is right off the exit. They serve delicious food. I've only been here once. And that was over a year and a half ago. They are, if I can pull up the address, they are on 4476 on Business Route 220 in Bedford, Pennsylvania. Ed's Steakhouse. Steaks and Seafood. Now, this place is amazing. I've only been here once, and I was cutting weight for a weigh-in. So I didn't get the full, how do you do? I did have their onion rings. They were delicious with the zesty Texas petal sauce. Let's start with the appetizer. They got shrimp cocktails. You can get garlic toast, loaded fries, mozzarella sticks, fried green beans, spinach dip, Onion rings. They have buffalo wings. They have crab-stuffed portobellas. Steamed shrimp and portobello slices. They have French onion soup. I believe I got that. That was delicious the one time. Now, they have steaks because they're steaks. I'm not a big steak guy. But they have classic cut. T-bone steak, strip steaks, black Angus flat iron, Ed's rib steak. Cattleman's Cut Filet Mignon. King's Cut Filet Mignon. They have combos. You can get a filet and a crab cake. Filet and shrimp. Filet and scallops. Ed's Trio. That is an 8-ounce classic cut sirloin. A quarter pound of fried shrimp and a quarter pound of steamed shrimp. Steak and shrimp. Steak and chicken. Ribs and chicken. Surf and turf. Now, when I was here, I got the Parmesan Crusted Haddock, I believe. Haddock filet broiled and topped off our Parmesan crust. It was delicious. Just delicious. They also have lemon pepper haddock, salmon filets. They have fried shrimp. They have crab cakes. Clam fries. Shrimp and crab cakes. And I believe I mentioned spicy citrus tilapia. They have a grill where you can get Hawaiian chicken. Filet mignon tips. Roasted turkey dinner, which is basically Thanksgiving. Slow-roasted barbecue ribs. Glazed pork chops. Bourbon glazed. Sirloin tips. Ground sirloin. Chicken strips. Hawaiian ham. Beef. Liver and onions. My Grammy, I believe, loved liver and onions. You'll have to check with my dad on that. You can get five fantail shrimp on and add on. There's sides. They have applesauce. Barbecue butter beans. Cottage cheese. One of my favorites. Cottage cheese. Can't go wrong with good cottage cheese. Fries, 
baked potato, mashed potatoes, garlic mashed potatoes, home fries, rice pilaf, garlic toast, salad, veggie of the day, four onion rings, macaroni salad, cup of soup, fruit cup, and coleslaw. They also do have pasta here. They have garlic shrimp and ling- over linguine. Spaghetti and meatballs, linguine alfredo, scallops alfredo, chicken portobello, parmesan crusted chicken marinara. Sandwiches, broiled chicken, crab cake, barbecue cheddar chicken, Ed's original special, that's a five ounce sirloin on a roll served with fries and coleslaw. Fried fish, hot sandwich platter, basically you can choose turkey, ground sirloin, or hot roast beef. Served on bread topped with rich gravy, includes french fries or mashed potatoes and a side. They have subs. And they have burgers. They have salads. They also have wine for the wine crew out there. They have red, rose, and white wine. White wine. Cocktails. They have an initially save room for dessert. They've got pies, ice cream, or sherbet, homemade cheesecake, chocolate mousse, a chocolate brownie salad, Sunday, not salad, and ultimate chocolate cake. Ladies and gentlemen, I am going to Pittsburgh on Sunday to see my grandma, and I'm hoping we leave at a great time. I'm thinking around 4 or 4.30. That way, by the time we reach Bedford, it'll be dinner time, and we can enjoy me, my mom, my dad, a nice meal at Ed's Steakhouse in Bedford. All right. Stay safe. Stay well. Stay healthy. Watch a lot of sports this weekend. And this is Sports Bar Talk. Where we got the best seat in the house.